This episode of the New Hampshire Business Show is sponsored by Everlasting Capital. If you're a small business and you need money and a bank won't give it to you, Everlasting Capital is here to help. In as quickly as a couple of days, you can have the funding your business needs for new equipment or anything else you could need the capital for. So submit your application today and see how they can help you out. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Amster Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana and today we're here with Nanette Parat. correct? You got it. <laughs> of Lux Lifestyle. How's it going? Great, Chris. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks for coming out. It's super late, so I'm glad you made the time to come see me. <laughs> I'm still awake and I'm ready to go. So <laughs> Awesome. So let's get started. Uh, tell us a little bit about Lux Lifestyle and yourself and what it all is. Sure. Uh, Primarily, I'm known as a jazz singer. So everything that I do in Lux Lifestyle is all based on the fun, the freedom, the improvisation, the grooviness of jazz. And I love music. So I came into the scene as an entrepreneur about five years ago. Came out of the academic world to start Lux Lifestyle, which is a lifestyle uh, coaching program. It's also a house for some fabulous, fabulous products for folks like what you're seeing there, the video marketing and broadcasting, uh, online webinars that I offer with Christine Haverson, and uh, the cool, cool children's audiobook, illustrated audiobook that you're seeing right there, um, Ella Jane the Jazzy Cat and Ella Fitzgerald Fable. There you go, right in the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really a great um, house for uh, influencing folks to really tap into living a life based on creativity and it's a lifestyle that's sustainable they can eventually pay their rent and not be tied to a nine-to-five job and a lot of the coaching that I do is with um, people that have gone to music school or art school that they're kind of out of school they've got the J-O-B to pay for the loans but they kind of say is this all there is no there isn't there's got to be more so what I really love to do is help them find their way to create a lifestyle using their art, their skills, the different things that come with being a creative person. That's the coaching part of it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I also have on the other side folks that have had kind of not done their creative thing. You know, they maybe did start out being a creative person and they let it go and went into maybe administration or something like that. And maybe they've retired. And they say literally the same thing. Well, what now? What do I do now? And that's where I come in again to tap into mind mapping, creative brainstorming, just seeing what we can make as a viable second, maybe even third career. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So let's start from the beginning. Uh, Lux is a pretty interesting name. Where did you come up with that? Lux is the Latin for light. Okay. And I just really want to shine a light on the possibilities, the endless possibilities that we have to create our lifestyle, not be a victim to our lifestyle, not be beholden to a certain uh, uh, format that we think we're supposed to be in, you know? So it's, you're shining the light on their endless possibilities, open possibilities, and shining a light on awareness of what they can do, of what is within their power. I did an Instagram story today. I love Instagram stories. Do you use them? Yep. They're awesome. They're so good. And they're great because they're like quick and fast, you know. And I did an Instagram story today on, I I basically asked my followers, are you someone who has an Etsy shop? Are you someone that sells uh, your illustrations on your website? 
If you are, cool, that's great. But can we light it up even more than that? Can you find it within you to really get out there and really say, I want everybody to buy my illustrations. I want everybody to buy my hand-carved walnut shells, you know, with jewels in them or whatever. So I did this Instagram story about saying, you know, really, let's do it. Let's really do this. Let's dig in and say, it's not going to be some little Etsy shop. I make a couple bucks. Yeah. You know, I got my website. I make a couple bucks. But let's really make it happen. Let's light it up. Let's just illuminate the whole thing and get your stuff, which is important, even though you may not think so. Get it out into the world and get it out there. So Lux comes from that. Shining a light. Get it going. Let's light it up and get it going. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a lot of really accepting of like on a personal level going on there. My voice is like going. I know. You're like, ah. <laughs> you should give you some voice warmth. Yeah, it really is. And that's really what it comes down to. And I said that again in the Instagram story today where no one can do this for you. You know? Yeah. It's got, you have to dig deep. And I ended my Instagram story with the poll, you know, you know, and I think there was a, yes, I want to, I want to be the king of my world or whatever. And the first one was like, yeah. And the second one was like, nah, I'm okay with it the way it is. So it really is up to them. And, and that's a good thing. No one else controls their destiny besides them. Yeah. No one can amp it up you know, besides them. So why not? Why not? You know, take the power and do it yourself. And, and it's frightening at first, I think for people, um, to be that vulnerable. Yeah, it is. I know it, it is for me, you know, when I launched Lux Lifestyle five years ago, um, I didn't know anything about marketing. I didn't know anything about branding. You know, it was all new. And what I did have again, to harken back to being a jazz singer was in jazz, it's all about improvisation, right? Yeah. It's all about that scat. You're making up all of this stuff all the time. But the key of what I found that I can take from jazz to apply to Lux Lifestyle is when you improvise, there's always those little chord changes, those harmonies that are going on behind you. The bass player's playing some bass lines, the piano player's comping some chords, the drum's doing a steady rhythm. So even though, as an artist, you're improvising, you're improvising within a framework. The framework is the harmony. The framework is the melody. So you really are out on a limb dancing on the wire in your improvisatory world, but you have that beautiful nest to yeah. hold you. And you get more comfortable as an improviser when you understand that that nest is there for you. And it's, it's not going to get in your way. You're free. You're totally free, but you really have that behind you. Yeah. And and people once they feel that and once they understand that they take that leap to, you know, light up their life and, and take their lifestyle in under control, they understand that really it's about them, the buck stops with them, and that's okay. That's okay. You know, you're not going to fall apart. The world isn't gonna drop if your this series of illustrations doesn't take off. Yeah. You know, um, and, and I, I love that about music, about jazz, about even rap. You know, it's all that improvisatory factor with the beats behind you, always behind you. It's always got your back. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I used to dance um, semi professionally, 
and a lot you know I can so I can relate to a lot of what you're saying yeah and you know when you first start you start with your steps so you're like you're taught how to do it kind of like out of the box mm-hmm. but then eventually you start learning how to dance mm-hmm. and you're improvising you're having fun and if you mess up just get back on time right it's really not a big deal <laughs> the worst thing is to stop yeah and that's that's you know when you're and I remember I went to Berkeley College of Music for undergrad and my degree was in jazz uh, jazz composition and mm-hmm. at that point you know and you're singing this stuff that's so out there you know like it's not do me so me do it's like yeah take your whole forearm and put it on the piano and it sounds really good. So you have all of this open to you. And the key was once you get on that pattern, once you get on that train of improvisation, once you kind of get those feet going, don't stop. The cool things happen when you kind of stop thinking yeah. about the steps, right? Or And you let go. And you just let that kind of ability to just keep going no matter what, don't stop. And that's the whole thing behind creating a luxe lifestyle. Don't stop. Be consistent. Keep it going. You know, you will know when it's time to pivot. You know, especially as a dancer, when it's time to pivot, when you start heading for the wall. Yeah, you turn. You turn around and you go <laughs> the other way. You know, it's it's basically that. People know when, when it's time to pivot. And, and that's where a coach like myself comes in handy. Um, because if you can't if you can't see through that whole forest because you're so ensconced in it enough to say, okay, I got to pivot because here comes the wall. That's where the benefit of having a third eye, you know, looking at your stuff, listening to your stuff comes in so, so valuable, mm-hmm. so valuable. Yeah, which is a good point because a lot of people have, <clears throat> kind of we were talking about earlier, it's hard for people to be vulnerable, even internally, to admit to themselves that they have something they need to work on. But then you have to be like comfortable enough to let someone else come in and do it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you don't want to be like my precious. Was that the dragon in Beowulf with his gold? His gold. Do you remember that? Did you read Beowulf? Yes, I have. Do you? You have to. If you can't remember, you have to remember the dragon guarding their gold. And what happens? What unleashes the dragon is when someone tries to steal my precious, the precious gold. So. It's, no one's going to come steal your precious gold. No one's going to take your thing. As long as you have it set up that it's guarded, it's yours. You know, if it's copyrighted, it's copyrighted. If it's yeah. published, it's published. You know, you got the Library of Congress thing. So, um, and no one can change you. That's another thing that I'll hear from clients is I don't want, I don't want anyone, no, my thing is my thing. It's this way. And, and I don't want anyone to change my art. Yeah. And a good manager, coach, producer won't change you. A good one will look at what your powerful gift is and find a way to amplify it and bulk it up. And a good story, a good example of that is Ella Fitzgerald, who the book is based on, okay. uh, my children's audiobook. So Ella Fitzgerald was, is probably the best uh, female jazz singer ever. And, um, Everyone knew throughout her very long career that she had a voice that just makes anybody's just sit up and smile, just sit up and smile. And she was very good at singing a lot of different things. Everyone who knows her knows her as singing that scat that I was kind of talking about, that kind of 
that kind of, again, be bapa do bapa do do do. But um, at a certain point, pretty late in her career, um, like around 1956, a manager, an agent who was managing all of the jazz lady singers in that time, so Ella Fitch, uh, wasn't managing her, but like Sarah Vaughn, Lena Horne, Billie Holiday, he was managing all of them. And he was trying to manage Ella, but she was kind of keeping away from him again. She didn't want anyone kind of taking her stuff and manipulating it. And finally, 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 he convinced her to sign on with him. And he had founded Verve Records, a very famous record label. And he didn't try to change Ella at all, but he could see that she could sing anything. So he took her and signed her to a beautiful contract to sing the American Songbook. So she recorded probably about half a dozen, if not more, albums. The music of Duke Ellington, the music of Johnny Mercer, the music of Cole Porter, the music of George Gershwin. I mean, these double, triple album sets this woman recorded over probably almost 25 years of her yeah. life that she recorded this. So that was a guy, a manager, an agent, who saw what she was and her ability and just lifted it up and put her in a situation that she could thrive and create something that's left behind for someone like me and countless Berkeley students to, to, to study and to listen to um, and, and to learn from. So, uh, you know, I, I, I think that any good coach um, should look clearly at what they're looking at, observe every angle of the artist, and then say, how can I put, you know, Chris in a situation where he can be like Ella, you know, and record the American Songbook like no one else has done. That's what a real good coach does. That's what I try to do yeah. to help folks. Um, and, and, you know, with Ella Fitzgerald and it, the, my <clears throat> Ella Jane, the Jazzy Cat, my children's um, book and audio book, what's great about that for, it's for kids ages four to 10. And my, my, my dream for this is that when parents download it, it's a downloadable bundle they can get. When they download it, that they will sit down with their kid and listen to this story. It's an allegory. It's Ella Fitzgerald's life story told through a cat, basically. Hmm. Um, but the characters that come in, there's a Louis Armstrong character. There's a Marion McPartland, the great jazz pianist character mm -hmm. that comes in. Um, so my dream is that they'll sit down and listen to her story transformed but still it's her story and that they will come away inspired 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 to learn about this lady who did something really unique to learn about the style of music that is uniquely american jazz is america's music even though it did come from spain and all that yeah. kind of stuff a mix of everything um but they will come away inspired it's an inspirational story that will propel them to learn about her learn about jazz, learn about jazz history, that time in America, like the Harlem Renaissance, when we were having all of that Langston Hughes, Duke Ellington, you know, all of that huge explosion of, of new culture in a new country and thriving. Um, so, you know, we, we learn from the past. We learn from uh, others that have come before us, but our job is to say, how can we take that and bring it to the next step, transform. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm going to jump on to your business a little bit here. Yeah. So client comes up to your prospective client and they're like, we want your services. How does kind of the beginning look with working with you? 
So what we do is I'll say, all right, Chris, so you want, you would love to do what with your current situation? Do you want to get out from behind your desk job? How do you envision yourself? What's your vibrant vision? If you had like a vision, not just a vision, but a vibrant vision, what would it be? And you got to think big. You got to think big, man. I want you to think, just don't even be shy. You know, you say, okay, I want to have a bigger podcast than Gary V. You know, that's what I want to have. But all right, cool. That's dreaming big. If you came to me and you said, I want to have a bigger podcast than Gary V, I'd say, Chris, we're going to have this done in no time flat. We are good to go, right? We are good to go. But if you came to me and said, well, I, you know, I want to have, I don't know. I want to help people. Then I would say, all right, that's cool. You want to help people. So tell me a bit about your background. You know, tell me a bit about what you love to do. What is it that you love to do? What's your, what's your, like, I love doing this. And then we would go from there. Start with what does the person love to do? Love to do. And then from there, you can start to kind of say, build it a little bit more and say, okay, if you love to interview people, if you love to present interesting people to the world, great. Then let's look at how could you do a podcast? How could you intern at doing a podcast? You know, how could you do sound on a podcast or what machine, what technology does it take to do a podcast? And Chris, you know, what types of people do you want to have listen to your podcast? Who is your audience going to be? And I think like the, the, the techno thing in the, the business world is who's your avatar, you know, right? So it's like, it's pretty common. It's like avatar is the thing, but really it's, yeah. Who are you, who are you going to talk to? Who do you want to say? I can't wait to sit in my car and hear Chris's show. And, and I would work with them and see if they could describe that person to me. And the minute that they can say what they love, describe that person to me, then we've gone beyond, I just want to help people, you know? So I will get kind of both of that. And then I'll, I'll get another type of client that will kind of have, have established themselves as a certain identity. Like I am a school administrator. That's what I am. Not that that's bad, but that's what they've done. Right. And they've retired. And all of a sudden they say, well, I want to reinvent myself. You want to read. Okay. So again, what is your vibrant vision? How do you, how do you see yourself? Mm -hmm. And again, dream big, think big. And, and my experience has been that creative people, artists, whether they're they're painters, um, whether they're, they're writers, if I was to say to them, think big, they might do this, but then they'll, they'll go right out off they go because they have that skill already ensconced in their, in their being. And it's probably in their DNA. They were probably the kid that when you gave them a big piece of paper, they colored on the floor all around it. You know, they went big right away, um, in their art form, in their art form. That is, you know, a great place to come from. It's a great place to come from knowing that you have to market. Because eventually, if you are a creative person, like I said at the beginning, if you want to maintain that lifestyle, mm-hmm. you're going to have to market yourself. So that means thinking big in a whole other way. A lot of uh, things that people have, again, goes back to kind of fear. Fear of, uh, fear of thinking that they're going to be perceived as weird um, or that their idea isn't good enough. Yeah. You know, that, that, and that there's that fear that's kind of holding them back. And then, um, you know, then that's a, then you kind of work with confidence building, you know, we can make this happen. I promise you will be inspired 
not intimidated. You know, I want you to be inspired. Not and Christine Haverson and I do that with our video marketing and broadcasting. Yeah. A lot of inspiring. A lot. <laughs> all, all the inspiring. Well, you know, it's really this thing. And um, I've worked with Christine Haverson from Haverson New Media for three years now. We've worked together as a team. Yeah. And we're known as the video, video marketing mavens. And uh, we started this really kind of... Um, because we were using video on social media ourselves, on our mm -hmm. Facebook page, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And um, people would say, gosh, you both are so comfortable on camera. You know, I wish I was just like you. So we kind of, because we're both entrepreneurial spirits, we kind of, our ears went up, perked up a little bit. And we sat down three years ago and said, how could we create something where we could help people be more confident? On video, mm. on video alone, you know, yeah. and and if you we just started with video, and we can see with our students in our workshops and webinars that we do, and we have a, a downloadable bundle now that people can buy and yeah. like take us home, you know, if they don't want to come to the workshop and like have the camera on them, you know, ah, during the headlights, they can go home, and they can have us sitting in their office or in their their you know living room and kind of have us coach them towards confidence with this thing called the camera and the microphone. We are there to help people find their confidence through a lens, really, and find their own style, you know, find their own style when they present themselves as a brand, as a business, whatever, to, to other people. And, and we do it through having a great time. We're serious. You sit down with us and it's the real deal. We're there to work. But what I love about Christine and she has um, over 15 years experience in, in marketing. Um, so me, the jazz singer, comes in and, and, and I bring to her everything we've just talked about, you know, the whole skill of improvisation and open thinking. And then she comes at it receptive to that, but with all that skill in marketing, the numbers, the analytics and that kind of thing. And we both love to smile. We love to have a great time. And we love to make sure that you would leave our workshop, our webinar, after having used, you know, our, our downloadable bundle, feeling like, I can do this. I can do this with practice. I can get really good at this. Really good at this. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, so we're getting about to the end of it, about 21 minutes in or so. Is there anything you wanted to touch on before we head out? Well, I just want to make sure that folks know that, um, you know, with Ella Jane the Jazzy Cat, the children's audio book, and the downloadable bundle that I have um, with Christine Haverson for video marketing, that my goal, and I know I can speak for her, our goal with that is to make sure that everyone is just fulfilling their, their, their ultimate potential, that they can be shine on video and that they can be inspired by the story of Ella Fitzgerald. If she says, as long as I do what I love, I can make it, then I'm going to give it my, heart, my best try. If Christine and Nanette, who I like no trust, uh, say that I can, with practice, look good on video, then I'm going to go with them. And it comes from a, a place of truly, truly wanting to see people succeed, to see them just become lit up have Lux shined on them. So that's that's like my, and it's very sincere, and, and we love, I love um, hearing from folks that have 
you know, read the audiobook or done the, the video thing. And, you know, my kid, I danced to Ella Fitzgerald, I Don't Mean a Thing. If it ain't got that swing, we danced yeah. around the kitchen to that, a song that was written in like the 20s, you know. I love hearing that. And that gives me just more energy to do more. And they'll tell two friends and they'll tell two friends. And all of a sudden, Ella Fitzgerald's back in the back in the sphere. So so I hope that that folks will check it out um, and know that it comes from a, a place of truly wanting to to open things up. Lux lifestyle all the way. Good. Thank Good. you so much for joining us. Thank you, Chris. Okay, so thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys have that out of that. Definitely reach out if you want some lux. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh and we will see you all next time.